Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael. My brother Adam. We're the Sharf Brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. But first, are you experienced? Or have you ever been experienced? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to Mentoring for the Modern it's so good to see you guys again. I've said this before, and I will probably continue saying this. Um, I don't know if I can't. I can't see them, so I don't know if you can. You don't know what my superpowers are. I don't know at all what your superpowers are. <laughs> um, but if they are that you can see the podcast audience, <laughs> I want that one. Yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. It is. This, you know, especially it's this time of year. Kind of cool. Especially this time of year. You this know. time of year. Because well, they're all. Are they all wearing like? No, 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 no. It's it's hats you know, or no, like it's, it's the naughty and nice thing. It's you know, see yeah. it all. Here's the thing, Michael. In this current climate that we're in, with people resigning from Congress, right? I know I'm losing not, their companies. That's true. I don't think we need that from you. <laughs> all right. It's not that kind of okay. seeing them. All right. Okay. But so uh, on the podcast today, yeah, I'm kind of excited to really talk about this. I am very, I'm not just kind of excited. I'm really excited to talk I'm about very, this. We, this has been something we, we, we've been talking about around yeah. uh, for a long time. Uh, yes, years. But it, 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 it is has, becoming solidified in the industry. And I love that now there's a name for it. Because I don't know that we ever had a real name to yeah, give it. Right. Which is, you're giving... Your, how to give your audience and fan base and fan base an experience right that we instead of uh, thinking about it as buy my CD right come buy tickets to Pay my for show my show then then we're going right hey have a cool experience right well and thinking of it in that in those terms yeah right that you know, if you want a fan build, it is different than it used to be. It, yeah, there's, you know, there's so much more to do mm-hmm. all the time, all right, and that's and that's been true for a while, mm-hmm. and we've been watching that. Yep, build up. Yep, societally, which is why we've been telling artists for a long, for a long time. Look, if you had this image that you're going to be hanging out by the pool, a little bit hungover, and not really having to do much and just show up a little late for the show and be kind of snotty and give a right. bad interview and then give a half <laughs> lackluster show right? and go count your millions, maybe you should go into the tech industry or something, <laughs> just somewhere else where maybe that's more of a possibility. Right. But that that's not... And that was a thing, man. Growing up... Absolutely. Looking at rock stars like that or reading history books about rock stars, you think that's the way it works. And you know what? And I'm sure that there is still some of that on the upper echelon. You know that that still that 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 can still, yeah, that you that, there could be, yeah, right. But I think even at that level, it is, it is less and less. I I sort of feel like you can say what you want about Kesha, but I don't think she's sitting on the couch and eating corn chips. You can say what you want about Taylor Swift's new record, right? But oh my goodness! Although having seen the video, I'm giving it a completely different, oh yeah, life. Listening wise, yeah, the video's brilliant. Oh, the, the record's brilliant. Yeah, it took me a second to warm up to it and go, yeah. oh, oh, okay, I get it. Right, I get it now. Yeah. No, again, you can you can say you don't like it or say what it's too pop or whatever, but 
you know, how hard these people work so yeah. hard, man. It, and absolutely. And it's not like you work hard and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we talk about that all the time. But, you know, remembering that with your audience, you're creating a relationship with them. Right. Right. You're not. I don't know even how to describe it. You're, you're not. It, you, you don't want to be in that mentality of somebody else doing it for you and you sitting by the pool not being involved. Right. This right. is your. So I'm, I, I go back to if. Uh, so, folks, if you have not seen the movie Almost Famous. Yeah, please do. Right. There is the one scene where uh, the character who's playing Arthur Bangs, the editor for... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, who is that? Uh, The guy who... He passed away. Who died recently, where he's talking to the young Cameron Crowe character. Right. And he he talks to him for a second, then he goes, you know, I just can't sit here talking to my many fans. Right. 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 But then they go out to lunch together, Right. right? Right, exactly. So I think of that all the time in terms of... Can't talk to your many fans. Here's the thing. Yeah, you can. Yeah, well, yes. And it's not, that's the thing. You really can. And people have been doing this for a very long time. I remember going to see Bare Naked Ladies probably a decade ago. Oh, dude, it was longer than that. Okay. And it may have been. No, I think it was about a de- it was about It was about 10 years ago. Okay. And they were playing at a good size arena, you know, 5,000 seater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was the Aganis Arena in, in Boston. Okay. Um, and... They literally knew the names of people in the audience. Wow. And I heard people leaving that show talking about that very thing. And we were in the elevator with someone who says, oh, yeah, you know, Ed and Steve are great that way. You know, you know, I mean, like I've seen them, you know, here, here and here. And, you know, they, they remember me from from way back from this and from. So yeah. I think that it this is not something new. It's something that is becoming even more valuable because you have most the infrastructure of the industry has changed. Yeah. So that everybody sort of has to do the baby band thing. Yes. Yeah, to, exactly. Yes, and what's funny is and and so I think that the the point that I think we should clarify here is cuz people are definitely talking about selling an experience now that you're not just right. selling tickets to a show you're not yeah. selling you're not going to sell your record you might as well just give it away and sell t-shirts and coffee mugs and other stuff and sell shows lanyards lanyards whatever <laughs> because what you're trying to sell to people is an experience right. and this is true like with big acts where they do vip meet and greets and all that stuff which absolutely which baby bands can do as well totally right? it's a great idea to do absolutely the, the uh set fm uh, where you can record your live shows. Yeah, okay, so say that a little bit slower because this this is something to, to I don't want to dig into the weeds too much into this, but but for anybody who is out there building an audience and you are a band that plays live shows a lot and well, right? there is a new app. Uh, it's more than an app. It's actually a company that does this, sets this up, and it's called Set FM. Right, I'm actually pulling this up and to make what, sure I got it right. And what they will, what what this service is set.fm studio in your app store. Right. Okay. You download the app onto your iPad. It's it's better if it's on a tablet, right? I mean, nope. on an iPad, uh, iPad, and not I, your phone. Yeah, I think so. But but yeah, you probably you can do it on your phone. I have it on my phone. Um, 
and you can hook it up through the sound system at whatever club you're in mm-hmm. and sell that show to your fans or to whoever wants for whatever price you set, right. and you keep 75% of... And set FM keeps the other 25%. Right. That's how they make that's the profit. They that's make that's, the that's profit, their right. business model. And what's great about this is that this really piggybacks on this idea of selling the experience. Yes. So, for instance, we just saw uh, um, a young up-and-coming band the other night, um, Ripe. All right. Well, Samson, Samson you guys Hellerman. may have, if you've listened to the podcast before, Samson Hellerman was on on the podcast. And he's he's their drummer. And we just went and saw them play at, at uh, you know, a little venue in Portland, Maine. Uh, and they were fantastic. They were an incredible live band. Incredible. And... I know that as a fan, I would love to have had the opportunity for five or ten dollars to buy that night's show. Right, and this is what's great because it's all digital and set up that way. You're just selling the files. Right, right. You don't have to worry about um, doing uh, an actual run of CDs right. or, or or thumb drives or no, exactly. Just, people can just download it, and you're then creating. Um, content, right? And listen to it on the on the way home. But you're also so you, so those people that were at the show had the experience, and they get to get the experience and 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 bring it home with them. Mm-hmm. But you're also creating a catalog that you can sell, absolutely to your fan base as they go. Best I, of our live bootlegs from this year, totally. But right? I want to back up a second about what we were to sort of connect this with what we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. with the work ethic and yeah. not thinking of yourself as you know hanging out in the pool and right with cocktails and everything. <laughs> Although, Although that, there can still be a significant that may, part of that. that. That may be a huge part of it, and I, and I encourage you there to do that. absolutely um, can be. But part of what we're talking be about here is, if you want to create an experience for your fans, first you have to start thinking of your fans as people. Right. Absolutely. You have to have a relationship with these people yes. in order to sell them an experience. Absolutely. And I would say, it better be kind of authentic for you. Right. Right, like, like you can't BS your way through this. Right, the, the, you, you have to. That's what made me think of that was when you were saying, you know, that people, uh, you know, are are reaching out. I think you said this and, and posting on your social and everything. Mm-hmm. You want to be, you want to respond to them. Absolutely. Don't respond to some of them. Don't be afraid of like overexposing yourself to. Mm-hmm. You should only respond to like every twentieth. Right. No, no. If you've got time, respond, respond to, to as many as you can. Yeah, because they aren't things on your screen they're actual people right who dug whatever it was you were talking about exactly and took the time to post something or say something or you know right so so thinking about your audience fans your musical family whatever it is mm-hmm. community exactly whatever right. it is your you band des- community or describe community. them as yeah thinking about remembering that they're people mm-hmm. silent green <laughs> That's a really, it's really, beeper. really obscure reference. Yeah, it is. To an old Charlton Heston movie. I'm sorry. Sorry, that was me. I, no, that was, was my fault. Um, I'm sorry for them. Yeah, that they was, had to listen they, to, yeah, it. to it. But so they're people, man. They're actual people, right? And and I don't, I like, I don't think that artists miss that because they don't understand their people. That's not what I'm saying. I think there's a way, this image that people have in their head. I know I had it when I was, you know, my my late teens. Mm-hmm. We do it. I remember doing the specific show with you, and most of the people that were there to see us were also musicians, right? And like that bummed me out. 
Because <laughs> I was like, you know, when are we going to get fans, man? <laughs> and if I could go back and talk to the like 18-year-old me and be like, dude, the fact that a whole bunch of musicians came out to see you play is actually really cool. It's actually really great. Thing. That means musicians are like, huh, what are these guys doing? Right. Like, I'm a musician. Right. And I'm a fan of other bands. Am Absolutely. I not a good... Right, so... We just said we went to a show the other night. Right, right, right exactly. Yeah. So, so again, I think that it would have helped me to hear, yeah, do there people at your shows that you're playing for? Right. And so you want to think about what it might feel like for them at your show. What kind of experience are they having... Exactly. ...at your show? So the, we know we do this with set lists. Mm-hmm. When we make up set lists and we don't just sort of off the cuff, because no one would ever at a show just off the cuff pick a set list. Would they, Michael? Um, Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Except. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's part of the experience. No, this Some is why I set to lists say that. are importantly to do that. It's important to do it that way because depending on who's there. Experience. Depending on who just saw you play. Right. Depending yes. on the the experience that you are trying to give to the audience, you are right. going to have a different set list. Right. Like, we're not all Tony Bennett. No. Where you go, right. Here's song my, one is right. this. Exactly. And I play Left My Harp in San Francisco. Left My Harp? The, uh, Did harp? you say harp? Harp. I said harp. Okay, I thought Didn't you I? said harp. Like, Oh, no. <laughs> I left my heart in San Francisco. <laughs> uh, like, song 11 in the set, or whatever. whatever right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And well, I guarantee it's somewhere in the middle. It's, or in it's, his, it's in or the power section. It's in the power section of his set. We'll so. do it. We'll do a podcast on set list sometime. Yes. So yeah. So so that part of the experience is important, and and I I do want to. You talked about being genuine before, and I think that that goes along with everything that we say. Authenticity, authenticity Woo. is the it's the pinnacle. It's the it's the foundation. It is what you should be building from on everything. It's the key. And if authentically you are standoffish and right so is your music then right. don't change that yeah oh you know yeah, i mean right. like, imagine imagine bright eyes uh what's what's the the connor guy Obers. Con- connor Obers being like cheery cheery and out front going hey guys how's right. it going come yeah. on in cool to see it no, no that's exactly. not that's not his thing because right. that would not be authentic to his art his artistic sensibility that's not who right he, is to who he protect. I mean, I don't know him personally, but it's right. it's certainly not any right. of the articles I read or any of the shows yeah. I've seen or any. That's not what he puts right. off. What he puts off is very reserved, very introspective. So that's real for him, and right. his fans love that experience. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Connor said like four words tonight. It was awesome. <laughs> it was the best four words ever because right. that is the experience, right? Whereas if like you were talking about the married Mar- ladies. They're all they're like Fozzie Bear from the right. Muppet Show. They're all like waka waka waka, right? And and going because that's the experience for that. That's right. That's who they are. If you're a punk band and you're sort of a hardcore punk band, you know you probably don't want to have a bunch of flower power stuff. You know, unless you do a lot man. of peace signs and a lot of uh, hardcore punk band. Hardcore punk hippies. I don't. Uh, I'd love that. I would go see that show. I'd love to see that show. I just don't know that it could. Be, could exist in the same look if you could pull it off authentically exactly awesome. that's fantastic but knowing this is where michael said the authenticity thing is super super important uh, knowing who you are first right. i cannot tell you how many bands we've talked to how many artists we've worked with where when you need an elevator pitch from 
Right. Give me that 30-second, who are you, what do you do? Les, let's, give me three sentences. What do you got? Who are you? Explain to me who you are in three sentences. Right. Uh. Right. What kind of music do you play? Right. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Too late. <laughs> and I, right. I used to counter with, you know, it's crazy to box me in so they can market me. and. Well, right. Right, but that's the thing. It's not about marketing to like. It's not. It's not about a, a marketing away from the reality or some corporate person in an office somewhere trying to make money. That's a great. It's a really great point. So, uh, so that's a distinction that that I don't think we've talked a lot about. Certainly not in this on this format. And that's that the marketing you. Why that's important is not. It's it's not like they're marketing you like toilet paper. Right. So they're not saying that. You're Charmin and someone else is Northern, whatever that is, the, you know, or Angel Soft or, right? So that it's, you're not marketing as though you are going to then go and take Fall Out Boy's fans. Right. 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 They have to find where your fan base is. Right. And, and who's going to And the only like way you? to find your fan base is to know who you are. And I, that, if we back this down and go, let's talk about a local band. Mm-hmm. Right. What kind of music do you play is a completely valid question. Right. Hey, man, I've got a gig Friday. You should come check it out. All right. What kind of music do you play? Well, you know, we don't like to we don't like know, put labels on put it. Put labels on it. Okay. Then I don't like to go to shows. <laughs> then, then I'm not going to be there. <laughs> you know <what> so, I mean? <laughs> like, it's That's okay. cool. When you, when you can figure out what kind of stuff you, can, <laughs> you play, maybe I'll come. Let me exactly. Know. And it can be anything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It can be. We go see everything. Yes. Yeah. We do uh, Celtic neoclassical punk. All right, sweet. Nice, man. I'm there. I'm there. There's going to be a hurdy-gurdy of that show. I know there is. <laughs> um, and there will be some black warm, which means I'll fit in. So right, exactly. But but knowing who you are and what how to market yourself doesn't mean... Look, if you're an artist, you know if you're going to paint with watercolors or you're going to paint with oils. Right. Right. You know, if you're an impression, not, you know if you're an impressionist or not. I'm not boxing you in by right. going... I don't know, boxing with all kinds of brushes and <laughs> you, know what I mean? you have to kind of know what you're doing. Right. 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 And, and as musicians, and I'm, I'm sort of beating up my old self oh, totally. about this, right? I'm not, yeah, I'm not picking on anybody. No, listening. absolutely. I'm saying to my old self, I would have said to my 15 year old self, I would say, dude, you're not boxing yourself in by figuring out what genre you fit in. Right. Who would you open up for? And here's the thing. You want to be in more than one genre? Have more than one band. Ooh, right. Shay, yes. Because, because you, you, you can't expect to find your audience in any other way than Man, that. Man, that's a great point. And, and because if you do, and we've, I know we've said this before, but again, I don't know in this, if we have in this context, don't ask your audience to do all your work. Right. It's not yeah. their job to figure out who you are, man. Right. It's not their job to find you. Absolutely. It's not their job to think you're, you know, seek you out and try to hope they've, whatever little bit of free time they have when they're not working two jobs (laughs) because they're, you know, millennials and that's how it rolls. You know what I mean? That that in their spare time, which they don't have, they're supposed to find you. No. No, no, no. Make it easy for them. Absolutely. But what we're saying is if you are asking yourself these questions so that you can make it easy for them, in air quotes, Mm -hmm. you're really making it easy for yourself artistically. Absolutely. Because you know who you are. Absolutely. I've been using the example recently of, of uh, you know, you go to a restaurant, they don't give you 
a vague description of what's on the menu. <laughs> you know what I mean? You order something. I thought I'd ordered a muffin. Um, that's a pie. I mean, that's, you know, they both have blueberries. They're roughly the same thing. They're not the same thing at all. <laughs> don't put us in a, you know, hey, category, Hey, don't put man. my pastry in a category. Don't put I it in a box. I kind of would like to know, you know, because right. if, if I'm right. going It'll to- It'll be something sweet with blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to know, my friend. Okay. <laughs> Just it'll be good. Just show right? up to the show. And it'll pay be good. ten bucks. Just, I mean, it'll be on. good. It'll be good. Whatever. You'll be happy. People are always happy. Come again. Huh? And if they're not, do you know you know you can leave. And this this is the thing. And and again, I I can hear myself saying, mm-hmm. I'm not a restaurant man. <laughs> You're right. You're totally not a restaurant. But here's the thing: no one buys music anymore. Right. And we. But they still. But listenership is up. Yes. Show it. En- engagement sh- is up. Show attendance is up. Right, so people are still going out and listening to live music. Yeah, and people and, are still people are listening to music more now than they ever have. And music is at at least as important now as it's ever been. Exactly, and it's accessible and Absolutely. it's everywhere. And the the conversation we're going to have today is not revolving around. It's crazy that people don't buy music, no. man. It's, look, here's no, the thing: they don't. Here, it just it's, it's a simple fact, and that's and so you can rail against it, or you can just accept it and go and move on. And so we want you. We want you to move on. Yeah. We want to help you figure out a way to get and keep an audience. Yes. And particularly have super fans. Yes. If you can get super fans. Yes. Because super fans are the ones that will buy everything that you put out. Yeah. Super fans. Super fans are the ones who, when you decide to move your, you know, part of your uh, creative forces to Patreon and ask people to pay you, you know, per project or per thing that you do. Right. Those are the fans that will go there and give you twenty bucks a month to create work, to you know send out demos to right. And super fan, it's so funny that that term is so pur- purposeful and descriptive, mm-hmm. and I love it for that. But there's a part of me where the hair on the back of my neck stands up saying super fans because I I don't know if I'd want anybody to call me a super fan. Although I, it's a thing. It's always- not true. You never would be a super fan, but. But there are no, tons but, of people who I, love being super fans. Well, and here's the thing: I think when I think back of people we know, or people that we've been around bands, mm-hmm. or 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 people that have uh, come to see us over the years, or work with us over the years, a super fan is basically like a friend. Right. There's exactly. somebody who, if you're moving, they'll show up with their truck and, exactly. and go, "Hey, man, yeah," and they don't care if it takes six hours. Right. Right. Super fans are into what's going on. Right. Those are the people that are going to help you continue your career, and this is. True at any level. Absolutely. This never, and this is why we started it by saying, you know, it never stops. Get, right. wrap your head around the work, man. Absolutely. Wrap your head around the fact that. It's part of what you do. Part of your job is, is, is fan building. Yes. And audience building and maintaining. And Absolutely. so what we're saying is the paradigm has shifted mm-hmm. and it isn't. There isn't this sort of revenue stream anymore that allows you to be standoffish. Right. That allows right. you to. Right. Good point. Right. That, and I don't think that all artists have always been this way anyway, but I do think that, like you were, you know, delineating earlier, there's this sort of image for a lot of, you know. Uh, the, the guys from Oasis, Oasis were never going to be standing at the merch table, right? Hanging out with people after a show. Going, yeah, no, that's cool, man. Can't wait to see you again. That right. was never going to happen. Right. That was not in their DNA right. ever. Right. And we can have a discussion for another podcast Absolutely. about whether and, or not that means and, there's... And look, it still might not be, 
it still might be that for a band like that, that part of part of the experience right. is being blown off by the band. Yes, right. and that's fine. But if that's true, then what you want to make sure you have is you have somebody working the merch table right. who does know you, right. who can speak with authority about right. what you're like, right. who can, you know, get people to be engaged, right? Yeah, and maybe you have extra merch. So if you're a standoffish kind of band, you know, maybe you sell picks from that from that night's gig. Right. For and, right. ten bucks a piece. And maybe somebody else does it. Right. Maybe you engage. It doesn't you have to be right. It doesn't have to be you if that's not you. Right. Right. Better to have somebody who is doing it and rather than you doing it without authenticity. Let's say you're a standoffish solo artist. Right. That's rough to begin with. Brutal. But but, but if you've got somebody that is good at running sound and personable right. and can deal with merch, right. then you tour with that person. Exactly. And they're there at the merch table and you go hide by yourself in the dressing room and that becomes the thing. Right. So fine, but work with whatever you've got. Understand though that what we're saying is it's this is the thing. This is creating the experience right. for the fans, for the music lovers, for the people that you hope to attract to buy your stuff, help you have a career. Right. Making it an experience for them, a memorable experience that's unique, definitely, and makes them want to makes them feel good, and makes them talk about it, and makes them want to bring their friend to another show. Absolutely, that is crucial. Absolutely. Now. All right. So, and, and there's a bunch of different ways that you can do that. Just it say, isn't let's just some, shows. Let's give some examples of that. Some, right. some concrete. I mean, because I know we talk sort of esoterically yeah. about lots of these issues and right. go, oh, figure it out. Right. It isn't concrete just shows. Examples. So, engagement on social is. Is the easiest, biggest bang for the buck. Right. No money that you can do. In, no money involved there. You Just don't time. you don't have to interact with anybody face to face to be interacting with hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people face to face. Right. Right. And if you're if you you know, if you are like, Well, I'm not good at that, like, well, you know tough. What? Get, get better at it. You get, nobody knew how to drive before they had their license either. You gotta learn. Exactly. Things and sometimes. you might still be a terrible driver. Or you've lost your license because you know, you're I'm a real a way, rock and roller. I'm a way better driver than I used yeah, to. Yeah, but there's, you know, some people aren't capable of that. And That's true. If you've lost your license because you're a real rock and roller and you've got a DUI, <laughs> right. you have someone drive you around. Right. Right. So find someone to drive your social around. Right. Right. That that, that engage. There's no excuse to not be engaged. Right. Right. right? And that's that's true. And you can go with the the having your friend work the merch table for you. you can, exactly. You can do the same thing and create that. Uh, uh, that image on social, if that is authentic, exactly. I, now, I think you and I are both of, of the opinion that it's always best if you do it yourself, mm-hmm. um, just because no one's going to represent you better than you. No one's going to be more authentic Agreed. about uh, representing you than you. Yep. Right. But, but you can do that. You can work on your, you know, on given that social, you can do a FaceTime live. Yeah. Right? You, with with your with your fan base, you can set it up and you do it every month. Yes, or you do it every week if you're good at it. Yeah, right. You can on Instagram. You can make sure that you do a 60 second clip of you performing a new song or a cover song. You right. do it every week. Right, right. And you can tag it with "This is just for you guys." Right, right. But I'm thinking about you guys, and I'm and I want you to know this is what I'm working on. Right, and. In the beginnings of your career, in the beginning stages, don't worry how many people are there. Don't worry. It doesn't matter because they can always go back and watch it later. It's, right. It's 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 going to be on your feed, right? Mm-hmm. 
So in that way, again, I'm talking to the 15-year-old me, the 25-year-old me, the, you know, get over yourself, man. Just right. do it. I know Absolutely. you feel dorky in front of the camera. Just, you're a musician. Play you want to be a musician. You play the music. Play some music, man. Right, <laughs> and 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 I know I I don't want I don't want our our whole vibe on this podcast to be that we're just you know oh it's not negative ranking on you no no no, That's no, no. Not this it. is not negative this is to remind everybody that this is that this is a thing yeah we want you to be successful absolutely and absolutely one of the things that that is empirically shown now is that. One of the things that is crucial to do in your career, if you're going to be successful at this art, mm-hmm. is to audience build. Yeah. And the, because even a one-hit wonder isn't going to make the kind of money that they did no, right. 30, 40 years ago. Correct. Because it's just right, not, there's no record sales. The sales aren't the same, right? so it's going to be licensing or, or spins, which are exactly. just not the same kind of money. not the same kind of money. And so the, the long game, the what... What's important to make sure that you have is that you have a stable, staple fan base that cares about what you do. Well, all right. And so what's funny is I'm thinking about anybody who's been in the industry for long enough or been at it as an artist for long enough will have heard the generate a buzz. Right. Right. Absolutely. And and what I love is that they don't talk about that as much anymore as much as they talk about building an audience because I think that's a way more, more more uh, um, viable way to build a career. Right. To have an actual sustainable career. You can create a buzz, which just means everybody's talking about you. Right. So everybody needs to hear, and maybe you get everybody to show up to sure. a show. Sure, But if everybody shows up to a show because there's buzz and they need to see what's going on, that doesn't translate to everybody's your fan. No. But if you build an audience on your Instagram, on your Facebook, on your Snapchat, on your Twitter, and you're interacting with them, and you find people that like the kind of music you're into and mm-hmm. dig your vibe and like when you do the funny little videos or the cool introspective videos or whatever kind of videos yeah, or, absolutely. Or, or topic discussions that or you the have. Super, like every night you do a kitchen table discussion about the album that you listened to that day. Exactly right. I love this. And see how literally Michael and I are just coming up with these ideas <laughs> off the top of our head. This is it. But, right. But this is what you want to do. You want to have right. these discussions with your self, with mm-hmm. your band members, with your yeah. writing partners, with whatever, um, and figure out some ideas and then try them. And what's great about social media and the, the reach of the interwebs <laughs> is that you can try things and see pretty quickly how they feel right? and then what kind of success you're having from them. Absolutely. Right? You don't have to go, so if we take out a full page ad- uh, no. In the Boston Globe. No. No. If we buy a billboard. No. No. Why? Because no, man, it's not. If we no. advertise on TV. No. No. Why? I don't even have cable anymore. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't have cable And he's anymore. not a young man. And I, hey, hey now. <laughs> Listen there, kiddo. Get off my lawn. <laughs> no, but the point is, is that yeah. you, it, it, it's not even... I don't. I don't have cable either. But that's so. <laughs> the the point is that you know, even at the end of when I did have cable, I had DVR. I didn't watch anything live. I didn't watch commercials. commercials. Are, you t- are you kidding me? What do you do when you're watching a commercial? You look at your phone. Absolutely. Which means where should you be putting your energy into whatever platform people are looking at on their phone? Exactly. Go, if you don't know what people are looking at, go to the mall. 
and walk behind people who are Absolutely. your target audience age. Now, I'm going to put a little word of warning here. <laughs> Don't be creepy about it, okay? I, I Don't think, be creepy about it. I think it might it. be better to ask other people before you go to the mall and try to creep over someone's shoulder at what they're looking Oh, that's at. not what I was going to say. I was going to okay. like find people that are like your target audience and go, what are you, what are you, what are you working on there? I, there's got to be a better way to do it than that. Google it first. What are the millennials doing on their yeah, phone? There you go. That's absolutely. What, and what's the what? I need to know what the generation post millennial is. Is there a name yet? I don't know because I I always think millennials are already like in the workforce. So like twenty two and, and over. Some of them are right. Twenty two to like thirty two. Now you got me, and I'm not gonna. I'm not going to spend time looking it up right now. We could probably Google it later. Yeah. I don't want to bother you guys with this. But exactly. I, so, but find what kind of social platforms right. your target and audience that's is part on. Of what we're, so what we're talking about when we're talking about giving an, an experience, we're talking about becoming part of their life. Becoming part of the equation. Becoming part of the um, scene. Absolutely. And look, Steve Jobs figured it out you know, like 15, 20 years ago, that the way to make Apple competitive with IBM was for Apple to be a lifestyle right. brand, right? And now I'm not suggesting that you all go out and figure out a <laughs> way to be a lifestyle brand. All black turtlenecks and jeans. <laughs> but, what, but what we are saying is that it's that kind of inclusive, whole, holistic, yeah. if you will. Yes, right. Attitude toward your career. Right. So experiences you can create on your way up. A fun or authentic or engaging social presence. Absolutely. You can do things like set FM, set .fm app and and record your shows live. Look, in the beginning, give them away. Absolutely. Just give them away. So part part of your ticket price is that everybody at the end of the night will yes. get a download. Exactly. For that night's show. Because now you've got the people engaged and they can listen again and again and again and again and experience it again and again and again, which is increasing the opportunity for them to come see you next time. Right. So make sure you practice. <laughs> right. Like we should preface, we should right. preface this by saying. No, we don't have to preface it. I'm just kidding. Everybody knows that it, you know, if you're First, you have to be awesome. Right. Exactly. Everybody knows that. That's the preface for all of this. You got to be. got to be awesome. You got to be awesome or on your way to being awesome. Right. And authentic. Yes. So there's, you know, so live bits of your shows, um, weekly things to make uh, your audience, your fans, your family, whatever, understand what's happening. So maybe every Monday you do a thing or Absolutely. every Saturday afternoon you do a thing. Right. But be consistent about it. Try things and see what works and then go with the things that are working better. Right. That, that draw you more attention, that make you feel better. Right. And start building that experience. And then as you start getting a bigger fan base, then you can do things like VIP experiences where people can meet the band. Absolutely. Before the show so or a, have dinner with the band or whatever. Here's a great example that, that, that just occurred to me. Okay, so one of the artists that we work with is a, a guy who's a stonemason. Yes. Right? And one of the things that we suggested a while ago was that he should do a weekly show from his stonemason shop. From the shop. Right. like, And he's a country artist too, which exactly. is, couldn't, couldn't be more authentic. It's, exactly. and, and this is the thing. It is completely authentic. Oh, it's exactly, it's who, exactly he who he is. It's exactly who he is. So, all right, what if, what if what you do to add on to that, you build onto that, is 
you say that, you know, once a month, you're going to invite a half a dozen 10 of your fans to that weekly to the shop show in the shop. This, and, you, the, and you're going to do a VIP show at the shop. At the shop. Right. Now, I bring that up because everybody out there has something that they do that's that's special besides just doing just, music. Just doing music and writing songs. Right. And, yeah. So, and if that's what you do and you've got a studio and you're great, then do a show from the studio. Right. And invite your, you know, do a raffle, do a, you know, invite your fans to come and do it. If you only have 20 fans, invite all 20 of them. Let's say you're a DJ producer, right? You've got a studio set up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, once a month, get some lights, get some cheap, inexpensive, like disco lights, and once a month, invite a half a dozen or a dozen people to your studio and mix a live set for a half hour. Exactly. And film it and put it on your social. Right. Now you've got an experience. Engagement. What if you, and even if you're not, you don't want to perform, even if that DJ isn't a performer, they're going to want to collaborate with other people. Absolutely. That increases your ability to collaborate with people all across the globe because now it's on social. It's out there. And you're creating and doing things that are actively exactly. pushing forward the experience that's going to make people's lives better. Right. People love music. People love music. People want to love your music. Yeah. You got to find them and treat them right. Treat them right, man. Treat them like, for, treat them like people. Treat them like people. Treat them like you would like to be treated. Right. And if you're thinking about it that way, you're clarifying who you are, which means you're clarifying your vision Absolutely. and your marketing. Yep. You're helping yourself feel like you're doing something. So you're feeling more active and productive in your career, which means you're going to feel better, which means your performance is going to be better. And then you're engaging and giving something valuable and useful to your fans. Exactly. Win, 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 win. Right. Right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. And the more, the more you do those kinds of, of events, those kinds of happenings. Right. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> the more you bring people into your creative world. Yeah. The more they're going to feel cool. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the more people they're going to want to bring in because it's cool. It's cool, Because man. now they're the cool person that's giving it to them, too. Yes. Yes. Give them the experience. Give them the love. Give them the love. Give them something unique. Exactly. Remember, you got this. We got your back. 